it's a great idea for mixtape DJs to have their own app. They do their research. A lot of the big DJs got their own app. Why promote a site or why promote something else? Promote your own app. Promote your own brand, your own name. So it's a great idea to have your own app. You are now listening to the BV Mobile Apps Podcast. The show is designed to help you grow your mobile app audience and get advice from experts in your industry. Now, here's your host, Sean Garvey. What's going on, everybody? It is the architect, Sean Garvey. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of BV Mobile Apps Podcast. Now, stay tuned. We're going to give you more information about BV Mobile Apps later on in the program. But I got a special treat for you and for all of my aspiring mixtape artists out there. On today's edition of the BV Mobile Apps Podcast, we're going to talk about the highs and lows of the mixtape game. And we have an expert on the line that is going to educate a lot of our aspiring mixtape artists out there about the mixtape game. On the telephone lines with us, we have a client of BV Mobile Apps or client of BV Mobile, and he has this amazing mixtape app called Contraband. You can download the app and see what the app has to offer. Well, we're going to talk about the app in just a few moments, but I would love to introduce to you DJ Arab. We got him on the telephone lines right here on the BV Mobile Apps Podcast. Hey, sir, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Everything's good, man. It's my pleasure to be on the show. I look, I look forward to it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to me and to our BB Mobile Apps podcast listeners. And I have so many questions to ask you. To give you a backstory about me growing up in hip hop, all I heard were albums. And then later on, I started hearing more and more about mixtapes from a lot of established commercial artists and then mixtapes from independent artists but when i have conversations with people they have a hard time to differentiate the the difference between albums and mixtapes so explain to our listeners the difference between an album and a mixtape wow that's a great question um me i come from the era of when mixtapes was rare when mixtapes when mixtapes were better than albums when you would hear exclusives of mixtapes before the albums would drop, before radios would get them. So to break it down, the difference is you're going to get, well, back then you will get, like I said earlier, the, ex- the exclusive songs, album cuts way before, sometimes months before the album will drop. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these songs won't even be on the albums. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to, trying to break down. Right, right. So it's the, the game changed a lot now compared to what it was way back then with the mixtapes. And do you think it has a lot to do with the internet nowadays? Do you think it has a lot to do with that? A hundred percent, because now everybody's a DJ. It's what I call blog DJs. You can go to any blog site, download music. If you look at everybody's mixtapes, playlists are all the same. It's very rare you see a lot of DJs with a lot of standout exclusives. Yeah, it's it's way different. And the internet, like I, like you said, and I said, has every it's the same way music changes, mixtape game changes, industry changes. Mm-hmm. It's like a domino effect. Now we have aspiring mixtape artists that is that are listening to us right here on the BV Mobile Apps podcast, and 
they want to get their foot in the door in the music industry. But a lot of them would ask the question or would say, hey, I don't know how to put together a mixtape. How do I get my mixtape in the hands of some important people? Let's start off first with how a mixtape can be successful. Like what are the steps that an artist that's coming up in the industry or in the game, how can they properly put together a mixtape? My experience dealing with artists and and like I said, the game changed with artists. Now technically artists don't need mixtape DJs. A lot of artists just dropping it out on their own. But if you can find a good DJ with a good buzz, it's definitely going to help you also because you're using his connects, his fan base, and so on. So it's it's complicated, but it also works. Like I said, you find the right DJ, you got the right amount of followers or whatnot, so you want to use that to get your music out. You follow me? Right. I definitely understand that. Yeah. And, you know, people have said over the years that in order to get your music heard or for your music to break, it has to be played in the club. Like, for example, the strip clubs. The strip clubs are known to yeah. break a lot of records and even break a lot of artists. But it's not only yeah. just the strip clubs, it's the mixtapes as well. So Yeah, no, that's... that's. Uh, I had a friend tell me that the, the new A&Rs are in the strip clubs. If your single is good in the strip club, you, you supposedly got a hit. So the game definitely changed in every type of way when it comes to that. Let's talk about the ramifications of mixtapes. Um, we've heard over the years that um, mixtapes, you know, certain DJs, we won't say their names, certain DJs have put out mixtapes, and um, the ramifications or the repercussions have came to come back and bite them in the butt, if you will, um, due to the legalities of distributing and putting out mixtapes. And, um, you know, back in 20, 20, actually 2007, back in 2007, there was the whole situation that happened with uh, these two well-recognizable DJs that got into trouble because of them distributing mixtapes and stuff. And, you know, the mixtapes, even though they have been really, really good to promote the artists and give people, give the general public something new, something innovative to listen to, it has its own legalities. Uh, let's say you, like, how do you feel about the ramifications and the consequences that come along with DJs putting out mixtapes to the public? That's, that's another good question. Well, I mean... It's a gift and a curse, I think. Like you're gonna have people who's gonna be upset. I I had a friend who owned a store that uh got shut down for selling mixtapes. It's it's very. I mean, I'm trying to use the right words for this. Mm-hmm. You you hitting me with some good questions here. That's a good one. You might have to come back to me with that. One. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's a. It, I'm still trying to figure out the answer to that question myself too. 
Uh, because I was yeah. there. I was there when that whole thing happened in 2007. And I heard about it. And yeah. we talked a little bit about it on a radio show that I was on once upon a time ago. Um, but yeah. fast forward to now or just in the past several years, 10 years, 15 years or so, whenever you go to a gas station, you see a mixtape. You see a mixtape on the counter. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in urban areas or um, certain areas where the person, the owner or whoever is inside that store uh, knows his audience, knows his demographics in that area. And, you know, they say, hey, why not? Let's put a mixtape here. Let's put a mixtape there or what have you. Um, How do you feel about the evolution of mixtapes? Let's let's. Turn it over to a positive note. How do you feel about the evolution of mixtapes? I mean, I, I think it's great. You know, like, I, I'm from uh, Brooklyn, New York, but I live in uh, Pennsylvania. I used to take the bus on the weekends just to buy one mixtape. And to me, that was big. So when it started after that, excuse me, I started... Uh, getting mixtapes through the mail. So that was an evolution for me. And then, excuse me, then that test started coming out and the online game started reaching. And once I started doing mixtapes, I had mixtapes sold in Japan. Wow. To see mixtapes go worldwide the way it is, to me, it's a great feeling. It represents hip-hop and it just shows how far is gone, is gone. For those who are just tuning in to the BV Mobile Apps podcast, we have the one and only DJ A-Rab on the telephone lines. He has this amazing app called Contraband, which is a mixtape app, and we're going to get into that in just a few moments. Um, but I want to talk about your career as a DJ, uh, and we're talking about the highs and lows of mixtapes and how to survive in a mixtape game. But when we talk about mixtapes, a lot of our listeners are pretty much over at their house or at work saying, well, are you just a mixtape DJ? Like, are you, that is that all that you do? Is Are you just a mixtape DJ, or are you a plethora of different things? Well, I'm a mixtape slash club DJ, which I don't do clubs no more, but... To me, there's a difference. There's some DJs who's just mixtape DJs who can't DJ in real life in the clubs. Mm. They don't have the proper equipment or whatnot. Mm. But I've dig, I've dig clubs. I've DJed for Fat Joe, The Locks, No Worry. The list goes on. I did shows, did clubs, did bars. So, and as far as mixtape goes done mixtapes i had mixtape hosted by you hit me with some good questions (laughs) and i I was also ranked i was ranked number 23 best mixtape dj in the world at one point all right and uh i won an award for best east coast dj Uh, i definitely pay my dues there's good and bad once to me once the game started changing I started falling back from the mixtapes, and that's when I had to reinvent myself, and that's when I got with my partner, and uh, we developed that. 
and we came up with the idea and we started contraband. So I want to give you two follow-up questions and then we will switch gears and talk about contraband because I'm so excited to hear more about contraband. You mentioned Fat Joe, Nori, who I'm very familiar with, and other artists that you worked alongside as a mixtape slash former club DJ. Who would you say was the easiest to work with and the hardest to work with as a mixtape slash club DJ? Nori, Nori was hard because uh, at the time, quick story, at the time, I didn't have my laptop, so I was running off CDs. And, and the town that I was at, you can't just, any DJ just can't come out here and play everything and think they're going to get away with it. You got to know the crowd. So the one song Nori wanted, I didn't have it. And he asked me why I didn't have it. I'm like, they just ain't going to rock to that right now. The song is old, whatever. And he got he got offended by that. Wow. That's a, <laughs> that's a quick Nori story. But we still rocked out. It was a great show. Easy one. Uh, Joel Tease was good. I DJ for him. When I did the locks, the locks was good. They were fun. It was that was a good show. I'm trying to think who else. There's so so many people I spun for, but I would say the locks. The locks was a great show. Now this is some... oh, on freeway. I, I okay. DJ for freeway before. Freeway was good, and he was fun. And this is good information that you are giving to our listeners, especially the ones that are coming up as DJs. Um, so. Give some advice to DJs that heard your testimony and your story, the do's and do nots of being a mixtape slash club DJ. What is it that you can do as a DJ and what you cannot do as a DJ? Oh, another good question. I mean, uh, some DJs will take their mixtape style to the clubs and sometimes that's not good. You know, some some people don't want to hear your drops, your sound effects in the clubs. You know, and I'm guilty of that too. But I, I think uh, you should separate the two as a DJ, your mixtapes and your club style. Definitely separate the two. And another follow-up question. I heard you spoke about the wrong kind of equipment. What do you recommend for new DJs or DJs that are just now getting their feet wet? What equipment do you recommend that they should get to make sure that they have the proper equipment together? I would say they should have, you know, a simple controller, you know, one of the new Pioneer controllers. Get your Serato and your laptop and, and be original, you know, every, you don't want to sound like the next man because the next man pop. Create your own wave and, and be original. Once again, for those who are just tuning in, we have DJ Arab on the telephone lines right here on the BV Mobile Apps podcast with yours truly, Sean Garvey. And I promise you all we're going to talk about the app, the Contraband Mixtape app. I know you all are thrilled about it, especially for all of my uh, artists that are mixtape lovers because we have plenty of them listening to us, DJ Rap. I want to go back, though, to um, the the legal ramifications of the whole mixtape thing because we spoke a little bit about it. Uh, but I also want to add on to that 
Uh, I saw an article once upon a time that a record executive back in 2011, he explained to someone that the difference between mixtapes and albums, he stated that you don't make any direct money off of quote unquote tapes or mixtapes. But in the past several years after he made that statement, we have seen the opposite side of his uh, response. And, you know, mixtapes have made millions and millions and millions of dollars. Let's say you, like, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I was about to say a uh, good example. I remember when the rapper Papoose said uh, he's touring off mixtapes and he's making more money off mixtapes than rappers with deals at the time when he first came out. So I definitely, uh, yeah, if you do your research, rappers now to this day can get paid off mixtapes you know before they drop an album good example uh pmb rock i think i read that yesterday the other day he said he just dropped his official album the other day and everything before that was a mixtape so he, he obviously been eating off mixtapes mixtapes and torn you can't forget torn it's yeah yeah exactly wow that is, is that a good a good one too? Uh, I seen today. Uh, I think it was on Twitter and Instagram. Logic was complaining about copyrights, mm. and he also said, "If you look it up, it should be it should be trending on the internet today." He was saying that uh, he loves the mixtapes. He prefers mixtapes because he don't have to deal with the copyrights and all the other stuff that goes with an album. And so that circles, and I'm glad you mentioned that, DJ A-Rap, because that circles back to what me and you was talking about regarding the ramifications and the legalities of distributing mixtape music or copyrighted material. We've seen the issues that have happened. We've seen the legal roles that has happened over the years. Uh, I mean, even platforms... It's just so many platforms out there that have done it before. And, you know, the ones that are well known is Spinnerilla. Uh, Spinnerilla. Spinnerilla, it had received its legal woes and um, was even sued by major record labels um, because it was uh, giving listeners and subscribers free streaming music. So, with that being said, what is the proper protocol for any mixtape DJ when it comes to putting out music to the public, how can they avoid those copyright infringement situations? That's another good question because I I think the essence of mixtapes is, in my opinion, not to care. You're just straight throwing music out there like since day one. If you do your research, DJ Clue broke uh, Juicy by Biggie and P. Diddy wanted to kill DJ Clue. So it's more the story, in my opinion. Just I think a real mixtape DJ don't... His job is to put the music out there by any means. And the way it used to be, you know, who has it first? The game changed, but back then is who got the exclusive music first? Let's get it out there before radio clubs and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So it could it could be different now. Like 
I still see mixtapes playing, you know, songs they probably shouldn't be playing. Uh, I don't, I don't know if people, if people really care. Mixtape DJs care still. Now, really quick, let's talk about streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify, very popular platforms. Uh, you know, how has it affected mixtape apps and what are they doing to overcome that? I think it affected a lot from a lot of artists I spoke to and a lot of uh I spoke to one DJ, I'm not going to say his name, where he said uh, if Spotify and Apple shut the door where anybody can just load their music up, these artists will start running back to these other mixtape sites like, you know, Spinrella and My Mixtape, Daptiff and Live Mixtapes and whatnot. Like, all the artists rather go to Spotify and Apple Music first get their music out there. So that that's that's the opinion of a lot of artists I spoke to, a lot of DJs. So it, it it did hurt a lot of other streaming apps and 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 you could say it hurts some mixtape DJs because a lot of artists is gonna bypass the mixtape DJ and be like, hey, you know, let's put it on Spotify and on Apple Music. Okay, okay. Now we only got a few minutes left right here on the B V Mobile Apps podcast. DJ a rap on the telephone lines with yours truly, Sean Garvey. The moment that everybody's been waiting for is Contraband, your mixtape app. Talk to us a little bit about your mixtape app, Contraband, and what you have to offer and what people can expect from the app. Well, Contraband is myself and my partner, Frank Esco, and uh, we came up with the idea just to try to do something different as far as for indie artists and, uh, you know, get some major artists on there. It's still under development. We came a long way within the past year, two years, and uh, we're still going to make it bigger and better than what it is now. And uh, we, we want to offer a home for indie artists where they can come. And basically, we don't want no politics with this app. You know, there's a lot of other apps i've dealt with every app out there i know all the politics and uh we're, we're trying to create our own lane it's still in the process put it like that we just released a new update where we're streaming live radio and uh we added a new independent page for indie artists it's a lot of work still being done and i downloaded the app by the way and the app is on point i even love the color scheme you all got the purple and black thing going on so that is that. yeah so that is what's up that is what's happening contraband mixtape app really quick uh let the people know let mixtape djs because they want to probably do an app or set up a platform that is similar but different to yours, uh, what advice can you give to them as far as how to market their own mixtape app and how to get the music out there? We, we talked a little bit about how to properly do it, but how to market it. Let's talk about that. How can mixtape DJs market their product? I mean, it's a great idea for mixtape DJs to have their own app. They do their research. A lot of the big DJs got their own app. Like... 
some DJs will say, why promote a site or why promote something else? Promote your own app, promote your own brand, your own name. So it's a great idea to have your own app. And uh, market it, you know, social media, go to any events that's out there, you know, hit the streets and, you know, market your brand. Social media is the number one way to market DJ A-Rab on the telephone lines, BV Mobile Apps Podcast with yours truly, Sean Garvey. We're running a little bit out of time, DJ A-Rab. We really appreciate you for calling in and taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to us. Let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Instagram at Real DJ A-Rab. They can also reach me at the Real Underground DJ A-Rab, Contraband Hip Hop on Instagram. Well, there you have it on all your social media platforms. Make sure you follow DJ Arab and he will follow you back. Now, we have this thing called Fun Facts in which we like to go more in detail about who the guest, who the artist, who the person is, and just find out some fun facts about them that many of your followers may not know about you. So we're going to do it really quick. We're going to do it rapid fire style. Sounds good? All right. So you mentioned that you're from New York. Now, of course, Brooklyn is known for many artists like Jay-Z, Most Dev, Biggie. What was the first Brooklyn artist you wanted to do a mixtape DJ with or a mixtape with? What is that one Brooklyn artist? It probably would have been uh, Sean Price. I'm a big Sean Price fan. Oh, okay. Sean Price. And my last question if you had to go back in time as a mixtape former club DJ, if you had to go back in time and do something that was going to be considered as huge, really huge, really extraordinary, what would it be? If I had to go back in time, ooh, and I hate telling this story, I'm not going to say the artist's name, and this is a true story, this is facts, the artist, he's a platinum selling artist now, and he used to hit me up on Twitter to host his tape. And uh sad thing is, I dissed him. And when he started popping, I had hit him back for a drop, try to host his tape, and he dissed me. He's like, you remember when you dissed me, DJ Aaron? He's like, I'm good. <laughs> and, and I laugh about it because he's, he's a platinum-selling artist right now. Wow. Uh, at the at the time, I didn't like, I mean, I don't like his music. That's why I did. I was like, hey, this guy's whack. I don't want to mess with him. I should have probably did it. I'd probably be on tour with him now, making some money. Well, you know, things happen for a reason, man. And fast forward to now, you are doing even more major, big things, especially with Contraband, uh, the mixtape app, which, once again, I highly encourage you all to go ahead and download that app so you can hear some great music from your favorite artists, both established and independent, correct? Yes, yes. Established, independent. We have reggae on there, R&B. We have an underground page for all my real hip-hop heads. We have have a lot of versatility on that app. All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, right here on the BV Mobile Apps Podcast. And for more information, or if, if our listeners have any more questions, they can hit you up again where? They can hit us up on Instagram, uh, Contraband Hip Hop. Go straight to the app page. DJ A-Rab, appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling into the BV Mobile Apps Podcast and giving us this valuable information on the mixtape game. All right, definitely appreciate it.
appreciate it and it was an enjoyment. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the BV Mobile Apps Podcast with yours truly, Sean Garvey. Make sure you follow me on all your social media at Sean Garvey on Facebook and at Sean Garvey ATL on Twitter, Instagram. And don't forget to check me out on the Beat Break Morning Show every Monday through Friday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Beat Break 87 FM. Special thanks to Gerald Oliveri and Marshall Lyons for helping me orchestrate this amazing interview and if you want more information about bv mobile apps or if you have any questions or feedback or you know you want to let us know how, what do you think about the podcast make sure you email us podcast at bvmobileapps.com that's podcast at bvmobileapps.com it's a new year it's a new day we're starting it over starting the day for listening to the BV Mobile Apps Podcast with your host, Sean Garvey. For more information about BV Mobile Apps, visit the website, bvmobileapps.com. Don't forget to follow BV Mobile Apps on social media at BV Mobile Apps. Tune in again next time on the BV Mobile Apps Podcast.